Jesus. Anyways, welcome to Sucker. Oh, wait, we're on mic? Uh, yeah, I was... My God, you need to fucking tell me I this. I like when I just start it, because then I'm like, I get this natural conversation. Well, I had a question for you, and okay. my question was, can you do the recapping in this episode? Because this, to me, is to like... Miami? No. Oh, this Of the one. episode. It's like a constellation of the best scenes ever in any show ever to me, and I've forgotten the order they occur in. I think I generally know, but I, I need you to carry the weight of, like, the recapping. I got you. I got you. All right. Um, I... I a few weeks back, someone posted a clip from this episode, um, and a lot of the, or I don't, it wasn't a lot, but like one person replied, when I tell people to check out Succession, I tell them to check out Safe Room, this because is it is the perfect, mm. enca it encapsulates everything that is this show mm -hmm. perfectly. Yeah. Like you get everything from every character. Yes. It is a. It is one of their best episodes, uh, it's hands down. Top three for me. Yep. It's this one, the Nero and Sporus episode, <laughs> and probably like which side are you on in season one? Yeah. Which I don't even watch the last twenty minutes yeah. of that. Yeah, you, you haven't <laughs> even finished it. That's how good it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is a really great episode. Um, it has oh, it's so good. It has everything. It has a bookend. It has, it has Nazis. It has shootings. <laughs> it has a bookend. <laughs> It, it yeah it bookends with it starts with Kendall um, going the, up to the roof mm -hmm. um and just like gazing over the city it's not really implied like what he's doing up there yet even though at this point everyone's like is he because mm, at this point everybody knows that he's been shoplifting and going off <laughs> the deep end with drugs so, shoplifting like he's just yeah. looks like a husk the past th four yep, episodes yep. like he doesn't look good yeah so, but he gets a call from Rhea or someone with Rhea basically like moving forward with that Ray is going to come in yes Raya, the CEO of Pierce not in the Pierce family yes has arrived to deliver a message on behalf of the Pierce family about the Waystar acquisition of Pierce yes um we get into that this is just like the setup the yes. opening scene um it cuts then to uh Tom and Shiv in the backseat of the car um which on a just a technical film Tell me. Side, I, I think it's really interesting how they start shooting Tom and Shiv mm. in that that conversation. It, they like barely share the screen, whereas usually yeah. it's like maybe like a wide of like the two of them. But it, it's such a weirdly shot scene of them in that car because it's like just Tom and then like just it's really close on both of really them close. and like a weird angle. It's really awkward, and you can tell there's like a huge disconnect between the two, mm. and it's just one of those like subtly really well shot scenes I'm cool like, yeah they look horrible and I, think, <laughs> and I think that's entirely intentional <laughs> yeah um but basically there's a protest going on outside of waystar mm -hmm. like an anti-fascist situation because it's revealed that one of the anchors on atn yes. has <laughs> he was like married at hitler's bunk in yeah. bavaria <laughs> and <laughs> has other possible fascist connections which tom does not view as a big deal and ship yep. is like it actually is though it's yeah well, Tom, there's a confrontation scene later on, but we'll we'll get yeah, to we'll that. Uh, Romans and management training. Yes, um, where is it? Like, it's at the the park. The it's in a park, but like, where is the where is it? I don't know where specifically it, it is. Right. That's but right. what's really funny about that scene is he's watching the. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> he's watching the intro video, and Kendall's like, "Blah blah blah, Waystar is the best." And it just comes to like a second long shot of Roman just staring at the camera, <laughs> and then it. And Which, then he calls Jerry and he's like, what the fuck? Haven't we 
we seen this video before, like season one, episode one? Greg is watching this video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it never shows the Roman clip. It just right. shows Kendall being like, Waystar is the future or mm -hmm. whatever. It's so um, good. Like, I think that makes it even funnier that it's revealed that like, yes. we have seen this video before and that's what the video Dude, was. Dude, it's amazing. I need to like get the Succession DVD box set just to see that full clip as like a bonus feature or something like they need yeah. to release the full clip of that mm -hmm. um i hope they continue it on like season four <laughs> we see the whole thing yeah. and i love it because roman yake he calls jerry and it's jerry right and he's like I, what what happened to my video and she's like i'm sorry and he's like it's not really about the video it's like which is so perfect because it's like it's not about what any of them are saying in these piece of shit videos it's just like who has more screen time? Like, mm -hmm. what's the... It's about the minutes on screen. Roman just likes to complain. Too. He just likes to complain. Yeah. <laughs> he looked really bad. <laughs> awesome. Um, we were introduced to Brian in, in management <laughs> training, which all I wrote was Brian. No notes. Just Brian. Uh, he's just a guy that's at the management training. Right. Like, right? he's just like... I don't know. He's so... He's written so real. Like, all of these pompous assholes on Succession yeah. are written in such a way where it's like, I've never met a person like this. So, yeah. I don't know. Then you meet Brian and you're, and like, you're like, I've met I've Brian. I've met Brian. I got friends who are like Brian. <laughs> um. Anyway. uh, Let's see. Roman is Dirk Turkey. <laughs> I don't know why he was Dirk Turkey. Why they put him in the mascot. I mean, so like, you just briefly, have to work. You have to work everywhere on the ground before, like, I you guess. can understand the yeah. role that you'll be fulfilling as a manager. Yeah, that's at least my takeaway of it. Is just like, well, you you have to see how the sausage is made in yeah. every single piece of the operation. God, all the mascots at these parks are so funny. Like Dirk Turkey, Snow Joe. Like who? Are, right. Who made these? Characters? Makes me even more confused on like what the fuck Waystar is. Yeah. Like I, yeah. it's part Fox News, part like Disney. Yeah. And it's just like what? <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, Tom, I said Tom sees Greg talking with, oh, yeah, Greg is, like, talking with Sid in the office, and then mm -hmm. Tom comes in, and he's like, where's my latte, and, like, puts him in his place, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I thought was great. Tom has um, so little power and is so impotent, and, like, yeah. takes it out on Greg in the worst ways. Yeah, um, well, he takes it out on Greg. This is also the episode where Tom uses a, a human as a footstool. Right. Um, which I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit. It's just, it's so there's funny, so though. much meat in this episode. It's so we good. We have to talk about. And it's like, yeah, they're talking about it. When he's like putting his feet on this human and he's like, Nazis are bad. Like we all yeah. hate Nazis as they're, <laughs> it's a great scene. Ugh. Um, Anyway, I, I don't mean Before to Before that ahead. scene, uh, Tom has tasked Greg mm -hmm. with, well, okay, first he has this conversation with Sid where, Sid is basically like, it doesn't matter that he's a fascist or whatever. Like, yeah. if if we fire him, then what's next? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, Waystar is under attack. That's the thing we should run. Um, you know, basically that. And yeah. Tom's like, I disagree, but it doesn't really matter what Tom thinks. Yeah. So then he tasks Greg with finding out, is this guy really a fascist? That's what he and, like, Logan and Sid all agree on. Yeah. Like, we need to find out if he's actually a Nazi, if he's mm -hmm. actually this, which winds up being Greg's job. Yeah. Um, it winds up being Greg's job? Yeah, to like find background on this guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, what I remember is Tom confronting him in his office, but I guess well, Greg so did the work to, it, yeah. Greg comes in and is like, also he named his dog after <laughs> Hitler's dog. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. So then Tom takes his information to Ravenhead. Yep, yep. And is like, hey, you named your dog after Hitler's dog. And he's like, different yeah. spelling. Which implies that he knows how Hitler's dog's name is spelled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. So good. Um, Shiv confronts Kendall about the shoplifting thing and 
Well, she's like, I've heard you've been shoplifting okay. and the drug use. and. I thought this was way later. I, I had it pretty early on. Oh, damn. Um, I, there's I, like a few different, I think, Kendall and Shiv interactions that all build up to the final yes. one that is Ugh. iconic and Best scene of the very moving. God damn it. <laughs> but it's like, I like this scene because it just, it does seem, and, and I, you can say the same about the later scene. It's like Shiv does seem to see through Kendall in a way mm-hmm. and seems a little concerned. Mm-hmm. And it's just like so, it's such great acting the way he's like just calling for help with out saying anything yeah. and yeah it's just it's like it's sad and i i like this because it seems like the beginning of maybe shiv and kendall being on the same page a little bit because yeah. that's kind of what the se- season is is like shiv going through the motions and then ending up where kendall does and in, in a different way but yeah it's so um, fascinating to see kendall trying to reach out to roman who at this point is like his only sibling yeah, in the company yeah. roman is constantly like no right. which is crazy given how season one episode one like yeah. Rome was kissing him on the cheek and now they're so far apart yeah anyways um yeah kendall is trying to reach out to shiv in all these like little ways and she's like not receptive but is not not receptive yeah. in the ways that roman is so yeah. it's like maybe that's a morsel like a love right kernel. well by the end of this episode it kind of seems like shiv is like please talk to me mm-hmm. like what is going on yeah like you don't you and dad aren't just in a good place which is how he puts it mm-hmm. he's like we're just in a good spot right now and she's yeah. like no no you're not um anyway that's just a, a seed i feel like that's planted yes. um raya entrance raya jarrell holly hunter here. holly hunter iconic mrs incredible I, I, when she showed up i was like there's no fucking way she's in this show she does such a good job yeah. she just like, i just know so many like little like petite rail thin women who are so yeah. powerful yep Oh, God. She does so good. All of her scenes are very... It's a very, like, businessy character. Yes. So that's why I'm like... Not not necessarily this episode, but moving forward, I'm going to need a lot of Rhea explanation. Absolutely. <laughs> because I'm like... I get lost sometimes when I listen to them. Here's my take on Rhea's entire trajectory this episode. Okay. She is sent to tell Waystar Royco, fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, she's like... The way she... I forget how they put it exactly. She's, she starts with this like whole busy monologue of like, well, I've been sent by the Pierces to <laughs> convey this nuanced and opinion, opinionated matter based on our history of acquisitions. A kind and nuanced fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> to which Logan is just kind of smiles it off. And he's like nuance, like that's funny. And yeah, yeah. He's trying to like warm up to her and like you yeah. know sweeten the deal or whatever. They like have a little bit of or he has wine available to her. To which she's like, yeah. no, I want water. Um, yeah. And Kendall's like, thank you for coming to discuss like um, keeping preserving truth in media. And she's like, no, fuck off. Like I know we're yeah. talking about the acquisition. To which I say, fuck off. Yeah. Um, she calls when when she greets Kendall. She's like, you must be Oedipus Roy, yeah! which is a great great line. oh so good um and then she's like yeah they, they walk in and she's like quite a view lady liberty mm-hmm. and it's just she's a great character she's we a, needed raya so badly we in this show raya. Yeah. we needed a girl boss who's actually a girl boss yeah. <laughs> yeah that's my take on it anyways my take her entire episode like so a lot happens right throughout the episode for reasons we'll talk about they get all get trapped in a room together yeah and during this trapped in a room thing like they're upping the number of like what they're gonna offer yeah. for Pierce, and then there's a different character. I, I mean, like, I don't know why I'm not saying this in a way that spoilers. Shiv is like, well, ideologically, like maybe we can align on X, Y, Z, and she like keeps rebuffing them. Ultimately, I think the takeaway of this episode is like, yes, they will do it for the right amount of money. Yeah, 
Which like, is terrifying. And that's what Rhea has really been sent to convey. Like, yeah. we're going to play hard to get because if we agree to a fair price, something that's been talked about before on the show. Yeah, yeah. Then, like, we can fuck you out of a lot of money. And so yeah. we're thinking about it. Like, circumstances change. Which so. is probably why Logan doesn't seem immediately, like, put off. Right. By her saying fuck off. Because it's like, okay, that's... This is probably going to happen. Yeah, it's somebody who has a very deep understanding of business. And, I mean, he's talking to fucking children all day. So, honestly, it's probably a little bit refreshing to talk to somebody who, you know, is a CEO of a comparable media organization. Yeah, yeah. Somebody who also knows how to play hardball. That's what I always think of when I see Logan and her interact is, like, she is kind of, like, the closest thing to Logan. And and equal. Yeah. It's, like, they really click and vibe with each other in a way he doesn't with anybody else in the there show. There are vibes. They fuck. Yeah. Well, that's not. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, Roman pitches a violent VR experience. So good. <laughs> I, this is the episode that like sold Roman for me yeah. in so many ways. It took this long. No, I mean, not that it took this long, but like. It was him jacking off on the window at like episode three where I was like, all right. He said, I'm in love this guy. this guy. He said, I'm 95% connected yep. to this man. I was like, that's me. <laughs> no. Um, the representation. Yep. For guys who jack off on windows. <laughs> on windows. <laughs> uh, for the record, that is not what I do, but mm. moving on. Legally speaking. Um, yeah, he basically pitches this violent VR experience, mm-hmm. um, which ends up, spoiler alert, like winning the pitch, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, which is like, you know, Roman understands at the end of the day what works. And I think Brian has a good line in there where he's like, never underestimate like society's interest with violence or something. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, probably Which is, is so good because guess what happens next? Active shooter. Shooter at Waystar Roy Co. Yeah, wait, I never put two and two together. That it's, <laughs> he bitches that. Oh. oh, and also, oh my God, the I guess like what happens later in this season, but I'm not gonna. That's yeah, that's right. way too far ahead. Um, so the shooting doesn't immediately happen. Tom no. has a meeting with Ravenhead after Greg has collected this information that, about Hitler's dog thing. Um, he Tom presents this to Ravenhead says basically like. Have you ever been associated with the Nazi party yeah. of the United States of America? He says, like, no, that's ridiculous. And he's like, okay. Like, have you ever read Mein Kampf? And he's like, a few times. And he's like, a few times. Didn't pick up on it. Like, what'd you yeah. miss the first time? <laughs> and he's yeah. like, I'm just like a historian of this era. I'm just interested in the history. Yeah. Um, and Tom's like, okay, what about like the Hitler's dog thing? It's a different spelling. Yeah. Yeah. You know how Hitler's dog's name is spelled? Right. Okay. Doesn't end. Um, so you're a historian of this time. Like, what, can you tell me about the tragedy of the time. He's like, yeah. lots of German deaths, lots of Polish deaths. Really sad. <laughs> you're missing a big one. A big there. demographic there. Yeah. <laughs> Six million of them, maybe. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then I think it's as, like right as that happens, the yes. active shooter news, which is fun. it's like a clip I've seen a million times of Tom, like moving people out of the way, like pushing them out. And Greg is like following behind him. Yeah. Um, just like so disrespectful so good. um bad look but I'm yeah an executive i need to go to the executive room which he does right, right. <laughs> um as all of this is happening the chaos that's going down kendall it's the second time up on the roof just kind of like looking out onto the city um which i never realized it's like when you realize what the actual shooter was and like what actually happened yeah. that happening the same time kendall is yep in a very let's say just 
questionable state. Um, it was not, yeah, it was not an active shooter. It was someone who committed suicide. Yes. Which, you know, for security reasons and like all these other reasons, like you don't know. You just yeah. hear a gunshot and people start fucking running. Yeah. Um, yeah, while Kendall is up on the roof contemplating suicide. Suicide. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, I never put together that. Yeah. The fact that I that's never happening either. at the same time. Yeah. Me too. Um, so <laughs> then the safe room stuff happens. I love that it's like Kendall was actively contemplating suicide. <laughs> Uh, I understand the hate We're for this the- podcast sometimes. <laughs> like I fully, I full, I'm like, all right, yeah, maybe not the best. <laughs> but uh, he doesn't do it, so everything's fine. <laughs> it's okay. We are the best podcast. We- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They go to the the safe room, Each, yeah. which apparently is just a room. It's not. A yeah. safe room. <laughs> like the executives are herded off to a different place than like everyone else is. With like three separate doors that they have to unlock, awesome. which is so great. So good. Um, uh, Tom and Greg and a couple other dudes are in their room. Shiv, Kendall, Rhea, and Logan yes. are in their room. Right, right. Where negotiations, negotiations, <laughs> basically continue, even yeah. though they're not supposed to. Like Rhea was trying to leave. Yeah, Like yep. she said, I'm here to say fuck off, goodbye. But now we're in this enclosed space where, like, we can kind of keep up mm-hmm. in the numbers and yeah. keep, like, warming you up to us. It's just so funny that it's like they're in this enclosed space because someone committed suicide in the building. <laughs> now let's talk deals. Like, yeah. <laughs> let me try what? and sell you on this company. What's up with you, girly? Yeah. Like, <laughs> did, did that convince you? Like, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, so dark. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um,. Just a funny circumstance for this to happen. Oh, shit. Also, at the same time, I don't remember when this happens in the episode, but we go to Moe's funeral. Yes. Okay, Connor and Will are at Moe's funeral this entire time. Yes. Which, could we reveal his name? Yes. Because they're like, I'm so sorry about Moe. And his wife is like, who? I don't know who that is. And they're like, "Yeah." "Um, oh, his name was Lester. Yeah. And we all called him Moe because Moe Lester. Lester. (laughs) Um, It's like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah and it's like oh the guy that hung around like all the roy siblings as children great yeah, yeah. love that <laughs> and connor was like and will is like what did he do and connor's like well you know he didn't do that much dad didn't let us in the pool with him but you know yeah he was yeah oh. kind of weird devastating um, so anyway, Connor is either meant to make a speech or wanted to make a speech and then like yeah. agreed to before the funeral. Right, right. Like as a, a representative of the Roy family because yeah. nobody else could be there. Yeah. Uh, do they all miss it because of the shooting or were they all missing it because like business? I don't remember. I think just business. Okay. Um, or maybe none of them want to be there with Mo and maybe Connor is just the, the right, best the guy that they said. Case. The guy who's running for president. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so Willa says, considering that you're running for president and considering that like the Mo Lester thing, you cannot make a speech that yeah. implies that you are sad about his death. No. Otherwise, like you are connected to this guy. <laughs> so Willa writes, this is honestly the best. It's phenomenal. Speech of the show. It's amazing. And Connor's speech is like, a man is dead. He was alive. Now he's dead. And some people find it sad yeah. when people die. <laughs> And he was a man, and people are here. <laughs> He's like his wife had a husband. <laughs> now she does not. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and Will is so... like, you know that scene in It's Always Sunny where Dennis is reading what Charlie wrote for his political yes, speech, yes. and it's like, so go do, vote me now. And Charlie's like behind the camera, like mouthing it along with him. Like that's Willa in the audience, like so, so do. <laughs> Which, to be fair, ideal speech for what they were trying to accomplish it's like you can't say she's a bad writer at the end of the day she did a good job Mm -hmm. like 
it said absolutely nothing. She did. She <laughs> delivered the product that was being asked of her. Yes. Yes. Um, I assume like a cocktail napkin in the back, like God bless her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's relatable. happening. Mm-hmm. That's there's not really much. Oh, uh, okay. I was gonna say there's not much else to say about the Connor situation, but he's approached by the biographer, yes. who is trying to get something out of him, and he's like, "For your book, all you need to write is Connor Roy was interested in politics at a very young age." <laughs> 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 she like keeps asking him questions and he says that line just over and over again. It's like a, like I see any succession video on YouTube and it's always like It's always the first comment. It doesn't even matter if it's about Connor. It's always it's Connor like, Roy was interested in politics at a very young age. Exactly. It's my favorite running bit in the show. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like in the fandom though, because it doesn't appear yeah. that much in the show. It might just be this episode. I think it is. But so like, it's stuck. So funny. Yeah. Um so that's, I think, all there is to say about Connor yeah. at the wedding. Right. Um, at the funeral. At the funeral. It's a wedding Sorry. between man and casket. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is a funeral but a wedding between a man and the ground? Um, we have we have to talk about Greg and Tom. We like we are just dancing around the best scene in the entire season. Yes. Really. Um, so, well, the two there's two best scenes. Yeah. But the first best scene occurs yes. in the safe room when yes. Greg. After being fed up with all this Nazi shit and all of this like ATN stuff, he already footstools, human footstools, human yeah. footstools, is um, hesitant to tell Tom this, yeah. but approaches him and says, "I'm in your shadow. Like, what if I had a chance to grow somewhere else? Yeah, I could even come back." Mm-hmm. No, and, yeah. What? Well, what I was gonna say. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Please. Um, like I was looking at this after we talked about last episode, how like. Greg feels really loved by Tom and like very thankful and mm-hmm. it's like it's it's odd to me that it like went from that to this and he's like well I want I guess you know the active shooter situation will do some damage on you and the Hitler and the Hitler thing all that research I think that's why the delivery comes out the way it does yeah and as with the rest of the episode like he and also because Greg is a piece of shit like mm. Tom has done all this stuff for him and he probably wouldn't do the same for Tom Oh, you're so right. You know what I mean? You're like, so it just right. speaks to Greg's character that he's like, well, I don't really benefit from being here emotionally, so why would I do this yeah. anymore? So, but then, he again, he does know all this stuff about Tom, so that's why the delivery is like, I'm so sorry. Like, you are so awesome. Yeah. What if I could please have a job somewhere else that isn't here? And I think it's, it honestly, it's going fine. Tom is Tom is offended, but it's going fine until uh, Greg says, like, an open relationship. Like a business. Oh, because also... Tom uses this language first of, are you breaking up with me, Greg? Yeah, yeah. To which Greg responds, it's a business open relationship. Which, like, I, I feel like a, a, a fucking tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist, but it's like, why do they use such, such language? Right. When they are talking about their relationship with each other. It is infuriating. It's, yeah. And so horny. It's so, the people out there who, when I, when I tell them, I'm like, aren't they just so gay? They're like, I never saw Tom and Greg as gay at all. And I'm like, it is one of the most romantic pairings I'm ever. I'm sincerely like, confused and people don't see it. I, I'm not even saying it as a joke because Me I know too. it's like a joke a lot. Right. But it's like scenes like this, scenes like, you know, the gentle a girl can touch, wonder. A girl can wonder the gentle just arm like, touch last episode. After season three, I'm just like, how is it at all subtle anymore? It's like very gay. Like, home, like okay. I will be fair. 
I don't think either of the characters are gay. Like, I don't think it's like Tom's secretly gay for Greg yeah. or like whatever. But there is like a homoeroticism, a yeah. especially in a lot of male friendships, like homoeroticism that's not like conscious or yeah. even intentional. Yeah. But like it is there. Like their chemistry is romantic regardless yes. of whether, what their sexuality is. Absolutely. So it's just baffling to me when people are like, no, I don't see it. Like, do you not? Are you not watching the same show? Are you not watching the same show? Like, right. do you not understand like a human connection when you see one and right. like are able to interpret it in more shades than just one? Exactly. Exactly. So. So yeah, it's like it's a really, you know, it's it's one of the funniest scenes. <laughs> it the, starts throwing water bottles. Pelting it with water yeah, bottles. He tries opening the bottle and gives up and throws it at. <laughs> Please, oh, you're my friend. You're one of my best friends. Yeah, you're one of my best friends, Tom. <laughs> Such a. <laughs> God, it's one of the best. It's just because it's like it. It feel <laughs> when Tom's like, "Are we good? Are we good?" <laughs> no, I'm not good, Greg. I'm not good, Greg. I will not let go. What is mine? <laughs> it's like so, like passionate because it feels like so much Tom energy is coming out at once. Mm-hmm. It's like this is like most of the show has led up to this because it's like Tom has just been shit on. He's been yeah. unloved in his in his marriage. Mm-hmm. It's like. This was like the last straw for him, and it just so... he works at a place where his boss is just like the bitchiest woman in the entire world, <laughs> who he also just watched on TV. Yeah. He was like, "It's like she's breakdancing through gunfire, and I'm hiding in here like a little pussy." Yeah, yeah. That's like the story being run because yeah. she's like, you know, actively on the phone with people, being like, "We're under attack." Running with the news story, he actively said he didn't want to run with. Yeah, like the breakdancing through gunfire was really funny. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, like, all of that just piled on top of him. It just explodes like a volcano. Yeah. Ugh. It's, I, I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but, like, to talk about the come down of this situation. Please. It, they're walking down the hall, and Tom has this line where he's like, I don't lo- like who I am a lot of the time, yeah. Greg. I, I wrote it down. It's something like that. And it's just, it's just such a tender moment between the two, and they're, like, kind of apologizing to each other. You can also see the direct cycle of, like, how abuse works where you can draw a straight line between Boar on the floor and the water bottle scene. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. when someone is abused, especially physically in this way, like, obviously not every single person who has, but, like, yeah. when you see that behavior, you can, like, see where it is coming from or, like, right. why one would believe internally that this is an okay thing to do. Yeah. Like, oh, it is just, like... It's- brutal yeah but so greg bites back and is like so about the papers the cruise documents he's like that what emoji, if i told you I, I kept some and that emoji of like the two fingers put together in like the baby eyes he's like <laughs> he's oh. literally making those eyes <laughs> yeah like, i so i don't want to do this because we're friends and i'm reluctant to say this but i have leverage and tom's like leverage tom's acting is so um good in the scene yeah because it's like seven different things. Yes. He's yes. impressed. He's terrified. Yep. Genuinely. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to keep Greg. Like he wants to keep Greg close because yeah. of this leverage he has over him. Mm-hmm. He's like, he finds it a little hilarious because Greg's delivering it in such a funny way. Yep. It's everything. It is so phenomenal. Good. Phenomenal. Greg says, I like with his little fingers together. I have blackmail over you. Um, <laughs> what if I get the papers? And Tom's like, you did what? You little slimy bitch. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, sort of turned on by it. Also turned on. That's the final layer on the cake, Um, the ambrosia. And it ends with yeah. He he's like, would a nice office sound nice? Like something. I'm gonna accelerate you. Yeah. Away from. I know he says this later in the series, but like away from the endless middle, like a little bit. You know, higher up. Um, you get a lot more money. Corner office. Yeah. And um, yeah, you're gonna be accelerated. And then they're laughing and. 
Tom's like, yeah, and where are the papers? And Greg's like, I'll never tell. Yeah. And then Tom like pats him on the sh- on the shoulders, like he grabs him by both yeah. shoulders and like squeezes his arm. Oh, it's yeah, it's Tom, good. It's great. What is the heterosexual explanation I, for that? I, I mean it. Just two guys. Just two guys. Yeah. People don't touch each other like that. No, no. <laughs> Let alone in the show, nobody even touches. Yeah. I like it because it's just like it's sort of after the last episode when Greg is like I talked to the biographer and Tom is just like Greg what are you doing it's like it's kind of Greg impressing Tom the next episode being like well I have these on you and I could do this if I wanted to and Tom Mm -hmm. is just like nice he's Um, like good for you you little (laughs) piece of shit yeah little slime ball yeah oh um Roman is hiding in the in his safe room. Uh, when he gets the news that yeah he uh, they won the pitch. Yeah. What do you what do you are we going to talk about Jerry? Is that what yes. we're talking about? Yes. Okay. I so, really got a little flesh. Uh, yeah. You, <laughs> well, this is yeah. I'm jumping ahead. Um, Jerry or Roman. Well, okay. The order of events. Roman's home. Um, Tabitha calls him and yes. she's like, "I'm getting in the tub," and he's like, "Oh, are we doing this?" And yeah. she kind of like, she's like, "I'm so wet for you," and he's like, "Can we not go into detail?" And I'm yeah. like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and she, she's just like, he's immediately turned off. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, not at all there, and he's like, "Oh, I'm coming, I'm coming. Okay, bye." Yeah. And he's like, "I'm coming. Thank you. Bye." It's <laughs> such a funny way. It's such immediately awkward. calls Jerry. Yes. Um. To which I forget if it even matters what their conversation was beforehand. No, he's just like I. I won the pitch, so I'm actually good at managing. Right? And she's right. like, "You sound like a overexcited little boy." Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Maybe I am." And she's like, "Oh, you're excited little boy, like masturbating his ideas over everyone." Yep. And he's like, "What if I actually am masturbating?" And she's like, "Bet." And then he, I, I'm like <laughs> getting horny. Stop! Stop! Not I, on my couch! <laughs> Not on my couch! <laughs> I mean it when I say, like, the first time I watched this scene, it awoke something in me. It's, I'm telling you, it's like, this is this episode is like some of the first intimate scenes we've seen in the show. Because between, and I don't even mean sexual right. entirely, it's them, it's Greg and Tom, it's, it's Shiv and Ken- Kendall yep. in the next scene. It's just, it's Logan and Rhea. It's honestly a little bit. A little bit of sexual energy. Yeah. It's Connor and... It's Willa's writing. I, mean, I, <laughs> I couldn't even finish that one. Um, but you're right. Yeah, very sexual. Like I, I'm being sincere when I say like it awoke. Yeah, yeah. The demons, it which made. is so funny because all of season one we were talking about just how sexless the show is and how right. cold it is, and I feel like they finally kind of get somewhere with that this season. And this is finally. Finally, where we get the direct linkage between Roman liking shame in a sexual way. Yes, yes. Because he's, because, you know, Jerry's like, you're fucking gross. You're disgusting. I can't believe you even say what if I'm masturbating. And then he starts heavily breathing on the phone. He's like, ugh. Yeah, the, yeah. Him like softly moaning on the bed and like wriggling around and oh god, I'm getting like horny thinking stop, about it. Stop. So uh, <laughs> then like she keeps going. She's like, she's like, you're fucking disgusting. Like you're a little slime puppy. Um, and is like, you know, blah, all this stuff. And like yeah. he is wet for her. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Tabitha's taking a bath. Tabitha's taking know? a bath. She's Tabitha's getting so bath. fucking clean. Does Tabitha come back? I guess we'll see. I forget. Um, I don't know. We'll it see. just kind of seems like the end of Tabitha. I haven't seen the next episode yet. I don't know. Yeah, true. 
Um, um, but uh, following this, no, I no, need your opinions on the scene. Oh, I'm done. Okay, all right. I'm finished. I need to know. Am I the only one? No, it's it's objectively hot. It's you know. It is. I'm not like a fucking no. freak. Well, it, I think it is because, like I said, it, there's been none of that this whole show. It's like mm-hmm. you don't see the most sex you see is between Shiv and these actors. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like that's the most intimacy we've seen. So it's like. When you get this, it's like, okay. Like, Jerry's face when she initially realizes that he's masturbating is like, it's locked in my head. Like, I can see that for forever. I think, yeah, the fact that Jerry is also into it is what makes it kind of sexy. Right. Um, Right. (laughs) Because all the intimacy, quote unquote intimacy, is so cold because it's like Shiv who doesn't really give a fuck and whatever man she's with, including Tom. Yeah. Like, Shiv doesn't give a fuck. And she's the only one who fucks in this entire show. Um. And then, like, Roman jerks off on walls and, like, <laughs> has weird sex with, like, yeah. his two girlfriends that he has yep. once. Yep. So, to see a scene where two people are just as, like, excited and, like, this taboo thing and it's forbidden yeah. and it's over the phone and it's weird and, like... It could get them in a lot of trouble. Yes. Both and it's of them. strange. Yeah. I, there's nothing like it. Like, yeah. two seasons waiting for this. Oh. Yep. Yeah, really finally happened it finally people are always like they're like the the sexiness of jerry and roman will they won't they so but i'm like they did it they did it they did it talking about they're doing it right like i know you mean like in person sex but i'm like they're they're there yeah and i'm honestly like i don't care if they ever have sex in person no well that's what uh, i saw the argument for that when people were like speculating what would happen season three mm. uh when they're like you think they're gonna fuck and it's like i think if they were to all the they would be gone like that's Mm. it's exciting the fact that they can only do this over the phone and like yeah it's such a unspoken thing and i'm Mm -hmm. like that's the way that's why it's hot yeah (laughs) because it's like yeah, they can't be in the same room. And if they ever acknowledge the thing that they're doing, I yes. mean, like, that's what turns yeah. Roman off. That's what's going to turn the whole thing off. Yep. Mm-mm. And I won't... <laughs> it's just funny to think of where this eventually leads, but I'm jumping ahead yeah. of myself. Um, yeah, to, to pivot completely... To a different form to a of very different... unbelievable tender intimacy. Yes. Um, this is, like, one of my favorite scenes in the show. Yes. Shiv... Dude, I'm saying this 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 episode is like nonstop bangers. Banger it's after so... banger. The way that like I went on YouTube to like look up clips of this episode, and I've yep. seen like every single clip. Every that is not true scene. of any other episode, but no. like I've just rewatched clips from this episode over and over it again. It has it all. Every character is like whatever they're doing. Yeah. Ugh. Um. Ugh. Shiv confronts Kendall. Is yeah. like, what is going on? Like you're shoplifting. Uh, like you seem you're doing, doing all drugs. this shit for dad. It's like what what is actually going on? Because Kendall's arranging his medication yes. when Shiv walks yep. in in yep. his office. Yeah, and he's like, "This is like dad only trusts me to do it, and we don't have a system yet." Yeah. Um. So yeah, and he, and he's just like, I can't say. Um. He's like, it's not going to be me. Cause she says, D- um, does dad or do you have dirt on dad? Have you blackmailed yeah. him? Yeah, like, yeah, something yeah. that she mentioned in episode yep. one. Yeah. Like, ask him directly, do you have dirt? He says, no. And she says, well, what is... He says, I can't talk about it. And she's like, come on. Like, what do you mean you can't talk about it? Yeah. Oh, and then he starts breaking down. He says the line, if dad didn't need me right now, I don't know what I'd be for. Which is... Yeah. It's very... It's heartbreaking. Because it's like, first of all, that's your dad. Mm -hmm. Like, your dad needs you for a thing. It's like, that's not an actual connection. It's like... Logan's using Kendall. Yeah. Um, which that's one thing. 
uh, Kendall can't really talk to anybody because of this. It's like he's lost all his like it's like uh, Rava is out of the picture. It's like his family. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen them in like since season one. Right. It's like he's so he has nothing really. And his only thing is to be with Logan right now and like do his shit for his dad. And yeah, it's it's like heartbreaking genuinely because the other stuff he's doing mind you like this is medication a very like small intimate thing but like most of what he does is eat shit for his dad the Walter thing yeah the like snitching roman out at the bore on the floor conference like it's always just something fucking stinky he has to do and now he's got like this other stinky thing of like arranging medication and nobody likes him either it's like by doing all this shit work it's like he's become such a enemy to everybody yeah and i think the fact that shiv is like hey, just come to me. Like, let me know what's mm-hmm. going on. It's like, I think he does see, and I think it's genuine. Shiv, like, cares about him. and I think it could be both. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? I think she's like, what is your game? Like, mm, yeah. from a business angle, I guess. Yeah. Like, what is going on here? Because I am playing my own game of chess, too. And I need to know, like, where yeah. you are on this field. Like, right. it is part that, too, I, I believe. Yeah, it's, well, it's, yeah, because when he goes in for the hug, at first Shiv is like, what? She goes, a hug? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and then she, like, her acting, also, like, her face when she realizes it's a real hug, too, yeah. that's also something I'll never forget. Unbelievable acting in the show. Yeah. And then she, like, sort of half melts into it, and he's, like, crying on her shoulder and whimpering. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's, and then he leaves, and she's just, like, alone in the executive office, kind of, like, in but- a we- what? Sorry, before he leaves, he just says, it ain't going to be me. Yeah, like, through tears, yeah, yeah. that line, like, really stuck with That's, me. It ain't going to be me. Yeah, because it's just, it's like, they rarely are very direct in the mm-hmm. show. Like, because, like, the whole premise of the show is, like, one of the kids is going to be the successor. Right. And it's, like, to hear it directly from Kendall, be like, it ain't going to be me, is just so like oh it hurts because usually like the way that kendall would game the situation is like yeah well i don't know he'll or... yeah he'll turn it around somehow mm-hmm. he can't really like admit this kind of stuff but to hear him admit it yeah accept where he's at right now it's just so sad mm-hmm. um so uh, like you said sorry I well, there's you. not much to say about it. she's just like kind of in her, apparently her future position sitting mm-hmm. there in the dark and it's like i don't know i like it because it's like the first time it kind of looms over her that like this is is a dirty game we're playing here and like clearly there's something really awful going on but she has no idea what it is yeah um anyway i just thought it was a cool shot uh it ends the episode ends with kendall third time third time it's a motif he goes up to the roof um, where they've built like a protective glass around mm-hmm. the roof because of the suicide, yep. um, which I feel like imply it, it implies a few things. It's like maybe someone was worried about Kendall. Like, I don't know if anyone was watching him necessarily, but they're just in general worried after that incident. <laughs> it's like people are killing themselves. It wasn't until this moment, like literally right now, because the first time I watched it, I was like, did Jerry say something to like yeah. build those walls or whatever? But that's ridiculous. No, they did it because of that other guy who killed himself. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Because then it would be implied that like other employees would yeah. be killing themselves by throwing themselves off the roof, which I did not yep. realize until this moment right now. Yeah. Like it had, it had nothing to do with Kendall. Yeah. No. Well, I, yeah. Part of me was like, they saw him like up there and we're like, let's build. But no, it's it's honestly, it's one of those things where it's like, it, it was such a, 
a, a heartbreaking ending because he kind of like is forced to like look at himself in the reflection of it and it's yeah. like he's trapped in this like kingdom yeah. looking over the city it's i i mean i can't really put it in words but it's just such a perfect rests end his head to... against the glass yeah yeah it's like he's just stuck here like mm-hmm. he can't even kill himself if he wanted to you yeah know? he's stuck mm-hmm. um and that's it's like rock bottom i would say at the top whoa the, yeah there we go <laughs> anyway i i love that ending a lot it's i mean it's it horrible but it's like right what it's like one of the best shots in the show Mm -hmm. anyway which concludes like one of (sighs) easily one of the best if not the best episode of this entire series yep absolutely sorry it went to sleep so who Um, do you think won and lost that's a it's a tough question to be honest um because i'm like I don't. Jerry maybe won. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I'm like not not saying. Jerry. I'm just saying like on it. I said Roman because it's like he won the pitch, went home, had hot sex with Jerry right. on the phone. Like he kind of won. It's it, him, Willa. You know, yeah. saved the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like showed that like she has some power and and like she's the reason Connor got out of this. I don't think Connor sees that necessarily, but mm-hmm. I um, would say like. Of the scale of wins, Logan probably had the biggest one of like, he's, he started with a fuck off and ended at like a maybe, like we'll talk, mm, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which that's pretty unbelievable of a turnaround. Yeah. I, I, I know it's like predictable, but I, you know, I think Kendall lost. Yeah. Um, just the way the, the, epi- he started in a bad place and ends in, in a worse place, weirdly. Yeah. Um, Even though like he was part of orchestrating the deal of why Rhea said yes and yeah. Logan congratulated him. Like, there is a, a detail I forgot to mention this. When Ray is leaving, Logan's like, "Good job, son," to mm-hmm. Kendall, and uh, not to Shiv. Shiv is Shiv clocks that, right? I Shiv's not the loser. Shiv's near the bottom, though. I yeah. feel like Shiv is a little less confident in her place this yeah. episode, and is also like concerned for Kendall. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of rubbed off on her. Yeah. Um. Who? Are, why are we saying anything? Greg won. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean that. Greg won. Yeah, Greg won. He had to go through a lot to win, but he won. Oh, he, yeah. Yeah. Like Greg and Roman toward the top. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, it was a surprise. For such a chaotic episode, a surprising amount of wins. Like, it it was a pretty big positive for the entire crew. Ensemble net positive. Anyway, that's going to do. It's 618. I don't know if. Shit. Yeah. What? He landed? I'm oh, picking someone fuck. up at the airport. He said it landed earlier than expected. All right. I'm going to write, oh shit, on my way. That said, thanks for listening and suck off. Suck off. Suck off.